You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you stories that remind us who God is and who we are in Him. The Collected Podcast is a production of Collected Ministries. Follow Collected on social media at Collected Ministries and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and additional content related to today's episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 1 of The Collected Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Biondo, and I am so excited that we have made it to a whole nother season. I can't believe we are already in our fifth year of doing this. And I know so many listeners have been with us since Season 1, and that just blows me away. Like, I, I could just start crying thinking of all the changes and everything we've been through as a society and on the podcast together and all the... I mean, at this point, almost 200 stories we've heard of God's faithfulness working in the lives of His people. And um, in every episode, the way we've just highlighted different character traits of God and, and reminded ourselves of who we are because of who He is and who He says we are. And just so much of it, it's, it's such an honor to be able to get to do this every other week and to share this with my listeners. So thank you for continuing to be with us. We are rolling out um, some new things this season, one of them being a new line of merchandise. So uh, last year around this time, we did some sweatshirts and t-shirts and tank tops. um, And I know I love mine. I wear them all the time. Uh, So hopefully you are as well. So if you're interested in a new line of collected gear, um, the links to that will be on Instagram and in the show notes and on our website and all of in all of the places. Um, so keep a lookout for that. We're rolling that out soon. Um, so without further ado, for our inaugural episode of season five, we are bringing back a guest from season four who is so near and dear to my heart. Her name is Michelle Holbrook and If you don't remember her, her uh, episode was season four, episode 21, and she shared a lot um, about her story and her faith and um, the some health struggles that she is overcoming and um, the loss of her son. And it was such an emotional and heartfelt interview um, and one of the most listened to ones that we've ever had. Um, So I know that her story resonated with so many of you out there. And so as we've stayed in touch, she texted me a while back and mentioned how um, God is just laying on her heart some things around the theme of like, what to do when you feel like giving up. And so that's what we're going to dive into today. And we're not going to get into too much of her backstory since we've already done that. So I'll tag that episode below in case you missed it. You can listen to that first and then pick up with us here today. So Michelle, welcome to the show. Oh, Jessica, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here again. I just, um, you know, I, I, I love God's perfect timing. And I'm I'm excited to be season five and the first show for season five. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's, I mean, I can't believe it. You know, when you start something, you never know where it's going to go. And so many times there were points where we almost all gave up and the team needed a break and, you know, things like that. But when you push through, it's so fun to see what God can do with it and what he'll continue to do with it. And um, and you know what? I think that's one of the things that I, I sent that text to you about is wanting to give up, just mm-hmm. wanting to throw in the towel, wanting to say, I am, I'm done. I can't handle this and wanting to give up. So I'm so glad that you didn't because, um, you know, as a book that I'm reading right now by Priscilla Shire, um, God is able. 
Um, mm-hmm. And he is able. He's able to do anything and everything. And and I think the enemy really wants us to give up and we just cannot give up. We have to keep fighting just like Paul fought. Yeah. Amen. I know. And, you know, you want to, you know, you're going to share a little bit more about that, but um, what do you have for somebody who is in that right now? And, you know, just hearing those words kind of give them gave them chills already because they're like, oh my gosh, this is for me. I want to give up. I am at my wit's end. I'm over it. I'm exhausted. Um, what would you say to them? You know, at, at life is hard. It is very, very hard sometimes. And even on my Facebook page yesterday, um, I had a friend of mine who lost their daughter, their 23-year-old daughter on Friday Eve. Um, Unfortunately, she had an, uh, a blood clot that traveled to her heart. And so to to go over there and see her parents and um, just the draining on their face and feeling that same adversity and the same struggles as when Chandler passed away, uh, 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 you know, it, it's heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. But I think I've talked to you about this in the past, is Psalms 23-4. Even though I am in my darkest hour, or even though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He doesn't say we're going to stay there forever. He says we're walking through it. Mm-hmm. And so we have to remember that with him. We have to remember yeah. that as hard as it is, and that was the thing that that I talked about yesterday was clinging to that verse. It's okay to say, why, Lord? Um, don't question his authority, but you can ask that why. Hmm. You can also scream and cry and um, be upset and without questioning his authority. But you need to cling to him during the difficult. Mm. And and so I think that's one thing. I think, you know, we as humans, we just want to say, I'm done. I'm finished. I can't do this anymore. But then we're allowing the enemy to get a, a to get a foothold or a toehold on us. And and he's he's trying to win that fight, which he'll never win. So we have to keep holding on and keep clinging, as I said. Mm, yeah. And, you know, that verse goes on, you know, I will fear no evil for you are with mm-hmm. me. And, you know, in there, it doesn't say that there will be no evil. Like yeah. we're not promised that there won't be evil and hardship. Like we're actually told many times that there will be, but we don't need to fear it. And I think that's the difference that the evil will come, but it's nothing we need to fear because we already have victory over it because of what Christ did. And that victory isn't, like we don't fully experience it on this side of heaven all the time. And yet what Jesus did is enough. It is done. It is finished. He, like, he's taking care of it. And, you know, and we'll see that once we get to heaven and when Jesus comes back and, you know, but it's hard to live in that middle space where the evil feels so prevalent and so close still. And yet God reminds us we don't need to fear it. Exactly. And fear is a liar. And I think one of my favorite songs by Zach Williams is Fear is a Liar. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it it is. And um, when you're in those faces of adversity or you're in that fear or you're struggling or you feel like giving up or, you know, um, we have to remember that Christ, uh, th- I'm sure there were many times that he felt like, you know, just like when he was on the cross and he said, Father, if it's your will, please take this from me. But but it wasn't God's will. And the reason why is because he wants us all to be, he wants us all to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. So I, I think each time you think about giving up, you need to look at that. Um, one of the things that I, I, I am going to tell you, and like I said, perfect perfect timing. Um, you know, I love God's detail. You know, I sent that text to you, like you said, a month, a month ago or a a little longer. At the end of August. Yeah. Now it's end of October. And, and I get a text from you or we were texting and then you said, oh my goodness, I didn't see that text. Well, let me tell you what perfect timing is and how God knew I needed that. Last week, I had been trying to get a lady into rehab. She's a homeless lady, and she's precious. And uh, and and so we were able to get her into a detox facility. Met my husband and I were in Jacksonville. We met her there. I hired someone to take her to the detox facility. We get her there. I met her there, checked her in, made sure she was stable and safe. She was ready to go. And, and this was the first time that she was really ready to go. Made sure she was okay. We left Saturday morning. I get a phone call saying from her saying, Michelle, you have to come get me. I have COVID. And I'm like, no, you have got to be kidding me. So she said, well, I have to go to the hospital. They want me to go to the hospital. Not a problem. I hired an Uber for her, went, took her to the hospital, had her go to the hospital. Well, the hospital said she couldn't stay because they didn't have enough room. Jessica, I was so angry, just furious because I felt like the system was broke. I felt like here we have her in a rehabilitation detox facility, get her to the hospital like they wanted us to. The hospital says we cannot keep her. We have an, we do not have enough room. Detox is saying we cannot keep her. They, um, she is supposedly has COVID. Well, come to find out she didn't have COVID, but in the midst of it, that Saturday night, I was so angry. I was angry at the system and I was questioning why God, why God? And my girlfriend that I was texting kept saying, Michelle, as hard as it is, you have to trust. Well, I went to church the next morning trying to figure out what I was going to do, put her in a hotel, um, went to church and the same God that elevation, the song that Elevation Worship sings called Same God was on, they were playing it. And I just kept praying for her and I kept singing it and I kept praying for my my trust and I kept praying for her. I get home and there was a lady that I have only met one time and she was at our Brave, Brave Women's Conference. And she called me on the phone and she said, Michelle, you do not know me, 
but I have something for you. She said, I feel like God wants me to see you. She said, I'm not crazy, but I know without a doubt that this is something that God has put on my heart to talk to you about. So I said, well, not a problem. I'll be home in five minutes. And she met me at the house and she asked me, there is a book and I don't know if you can see this. It says, what happens when women walk in faith? Faith, and it's trusting God takes you to an amazing place. And it's by Lisa Tykerst. She said, Michelle, have you read this book? And I said, no, I've never, I, I love her, but I have never heard of any of her. I've never heard of this book. She said, Michelle, I don't do this, but God gave me this chapter for me to tell you about. Jessica, she opened it up. And the page that she opened it to, and she said, God told me to tell you this. How many times do we ask God to take away an unpleasant circumstance and he doesn't? Seek to honor him and then remember to look for the ways that he's honoring you. Not by removing you, but by sending blessings to you in that place. I cried. I was floored perfect timing. Mm -hmm. And that is the encouragement that I want to give is when you feel like throwing in that towel, when you are angry, when you are, when, when you feel like giving up, that is when you really need to lift your, your hands and your heart and your eyes. And sometimes just getting down on your knees and just lifting it up to God. And so I knew right then it that was no one but God saying, Michelle, I have you. Mm-hmm. I've got this. Well, come to find out, she doesn't, she didn't have COVID. We were able to get her into a Christian facility, which is a year-long program. I was able to take her last Wednesday. And I look forward to this time next year when she is sitting beside me giving her testimony. Wow. Perfect timing. So perfect. And, you know, it makes me think of that, uh, another song, The Blessing. There's like that bridge. I think it's a bridge where they just repeat over and over. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. And I feel like someone out there needs that reminder today that the Lord is for you. Like he is working on your behalf and he is fighting for you and he's rooting for you. And I think sometimes our picture of God may get so disconnected from his heart where he is cheering us on and he loves us so much and he's not going to let us go. Like he, he's for us. And I mean, if we really believe that, I feel like that would change our perspective on so many things in our lives. Well, he promises us, uh, he promises us and his word. He is for us and not against mm. us. Yeah. And we don't see the entire picture. And I was, and I, and I will be the first to say, I was angry. And I was angry at the situation that God allowed this situation. I wasn't so much angry at him, but I wasn't trusting him. And then my, my new friend showed up with this book and this Bible verse that she gave me and at at God's perfect timing, 
He knew everything that I was going through. And you cannot tell me that she put, picked that book with that chapter in that book and said, oh, I just thought I'd read it to you. No, that is all God. Yeah. That was God ordained. And to me, that is a but God story. Mm-hmm. And then for us to be able to get her into the facility that we wanted to get her in in the first place, because when I spoke to this facility, they said they were not supposed to have any beds available until November or December. And they had a bed available for her. For her. Someone left. Now, you tell me that that's not God's divine plan. And sometimes it's very hard for me to trust. And I'm learning just like in in my journal this morning, trust him. And the last couple of days have just been absolutely crazy for me. I mean, I've been going to Jacksonville to work. I've been trying to come back and get some things done here. I knew I had a lot going on. And I woke up at three o'clock this morning just oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And just trying to get everything done. And that was the one thing that I wrote in my journal this morning is, Lord, teach me to trust you. Mm. And if we don't allow him the opportunity to show us, then he's not going to be able to show us. And his way is so much better than ours. And we don't know the entire picture. And yes, we are human. And I I mean, I'm human because I was sitting here last weekend angry because it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. Mm. Well, look at the way it went. It went the way God wanted it to go and so much better than my way. Yeah. Because she probably still would have been in the detox. Then we would have had to have found her another bed at another facility for only 30 days, not a year long program. And she, it could be where she would be back out on the streets after 30 days. Mm. Oh, wow. But God had a different plan in mind. But God. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That little tagline. It's, I mean, it applies to everything. It does. So we have to, we have to allow but God. Mm-hmm. We have to allow only God. Yeah. Um, we can't just get... I remember, remember the bumper stickers a long time ago, God is my co-pilot. Oh, yeah. I started thinking about that the other day. I don't know. My mind thinks a lot of things sometimes. And I was thinking, he's not my co-pilot. He is the pilot. I'm not even his co-pilot. He's the whole freaking plane. Exactly. He doesn't want me to be his co-pilot. I'm just sitting in the back enjoying the ride. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you look at Paul with the thorn in his side. How many times did he ask God to remove it? But there was a reason why he didn't remove it. And 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 
um, you look at what a a great disciple for Jesus that Paul was, even with that thorn in his side. So we might have thorns in our side and things might not go the way that we want them to go. But I hope that that story that I just told reminds people that his way is so much better. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. just, you know, everything we do, and I'm learning this because I used to do things and just do them and then pray later about them. That's not the way he wants it, but that's human. I mean, yeah. we're all human. He wants it. So I'm learning to really pray, Lord, and it's not, it's talking to him, talking to him as my dad, talking to him as my father. Lord, is this what you want me to do? And I had to do that last week. I was so exhausted from just, you know, taking um, my friend to to rehab. And then I was going to go and spend some time with other friends. And I heard God say, no, you're not. You Mm. need to stay put. You need to stay right where you are. Mm. How, this is kind of a slightly different direction, but I just thought of this as you were speaking. How do you start to foster that ability to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit? Like for someone out there who's listening and, you know, you said, you know, you you heard that, you you knew what God wanted you to do in that moment. So for that person out there who's like, I want to be able to know those things. How do I do that? Like, what would you say to them? God gives us our gut instinct for a reason. For me, and and I think it happens in so many different ways with each each individual person. Each individual person is different, but for me, I can I I just feel that presence, that peace. I knew if I was going to go and visit my girlfriends that I would have been anxious. Mm-hmm. And what does he tell us? to be anxious about nothing, but by prayer and petition to present our request, to present our request to him. Mm, yeah. So if you are anxious or you don't feel good about it, then it's probably not good. Mm. Um, I think you need to really be in prayer about it. That's number one. Um, get in God's word about it. But if it's something that's everyday life, There are things that are good in life, but they might not be good for you. Mm. So you really need to just ask God to fill you with his presence, to show you and guide you. And you have to look for those areas of confirmation. Yeah. And if you're not settled, that's an anxiousness that he doesn't give you. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's how I do it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, you know, I find sometimes if you, you get a thought that seems like out of the norm for you in like a way of like, that seems too intuitive for my mind to come up with, or like, that seems a little like, I don't know, like your friend who brought you the passage of the book, that idea that came to her mind, it's not like she was probably thinking about you, but the fact that that came to her mind, like whenever things come to my mind about specific people where it's like, well, I haven't seen that person in months, 
But the fact that they're coming to my mind, maybe there's something here. Like maybe the Lord brought that to my heart and mind. And so even just paying attention to things like that. And at the end of the day, if it's doing somebody nice, something nice for somebody, then what's the harm in that? Even if it was from your own mind and not necessarily a prompting of the Holy Spirit, if it's in line with the character of God, then it is from Him. It is from Him. And I'm so glad you said that because that is something that I'm really trying to discern. And that is something that I'm really trying to listen to is, and, and, and when he puts someone, he knows our innermost thoughts. So when he puts someone or something on my heart and on my mind, I know it's for a reason. Mm. So if when he does that, if he puts a person, and I'm going to tell you another story, how he is just so amazing. He puts that person on my heart for a reason. That gives me an opportunity to pray for them. And how exciting it is to pray for that person. There's no better gift that, that you can give someone than praying for them. And um, last week, I received a note from a friend of mine who lives in Uganda. And she said, I just don't feel that you're having a very good day. And I'm like, well, no, I mean, I was having a little bit of, a little bit of anxiety, but I was okay. Secondly, then another person, Michelle, God really put you on my heart this morning to pray for you. Are you okay? And throughout the day, there were just certain things that happened that I, that caused me to get some anxiety. Um, my doctor was changing my medicine. I was trying to figure out what I was doing. I knew I had to go to Jacksonville. I was being pulled in 15 million directions. God knew. Mm. He gave that to both of my girlfriends and they were obedient and reached out. Wow. And I had the, uh, I mean, I had the greatest experience by those two women praying for me that morning and having a peace knowing that I, that God was in control and he was covering me mm. while I was making trips to Jacksonville, while I was doing this, while I was doing that. Wow, that's so beautiful. And, you know, for us to reach out and send that text or make the call, it doesn't cost us anything. It might cost us five minutes of our day but that can mean the world to the person on the receiving end. And just very I, much so. Yeah. You don't know what that person is going through. Have you ever heard the Beth Moore story? Who I don't know which one. Tell me again. We'll see. Okay. So this is talk. I love this story because it's talking about being obedient. And she was in an airport and this man in a wheelchair, they pushed him up, the flight attendant or the, you know, the customer service agent pushed him up and he was sitting there and God kept telling her, go brush his hair. I'm not brushing his hair. Go brush his hair. I'm not brushing his hair. Go brush his hair. I'm not brushing his hair. Well, finally God won and she pulls her brush out and she walks over there and the whole time she's like, Lord, these people are going to think I'm crazy brushing his hair. So she started brushing his hair. He started weeping. He had been in rehab. Uh, I guess he was in an accident or something and was in a physical therapy rehab. 
had not seen his wife in six months. His hair had grown long. He Nobody combed it for him. He was going to meet his bride and he was Aww. weeping. And he said, I was so embarrassed about the way my wife was going to see me when I was going to get off that plane. Thank you. Now, God oh. showed up and showed out on that one. But God. Like, oh, my gosh. See? You never know what he's what he's up to. And, I mean, that just shows his love for us so much that he looks out for us in ways that we didn't even know we needed or didn't know how to ask for. Um, it's so beautiful. And that's why he brings— our sisters in Christ beside us, Jessica, to walk beside mm. us. Just like when Moses couldn't hold his arms up any longer. Yeah. And his two best friends held his arms up. And every oh. time he put his arms down, they were losing. Yeah. Every time he put his arms up, they were winning. And mm. I, I love that because look where you're lifting your hands. You're lifting them towards heaven. Where if they're down, they're hanging down to the ground. But when you have them up, it looks like you're praising God. Yeah. So when you mm. do, and everyone in, uh, on this side of heaven is going to have struggles. And you're not going to get through life without having those struggles. But I want to encourage people to know that God knows and yeah. he sees every single detail. Yeah. And even though you might be walking through that valley right now, he's going to bring somebody up beside you that's going to hold your hands up. Amen. So we are almost out of time, but I'm wondering in this season you're in right now, and with these stories you've shared, what new things is God teaching you about His character or reminding you of? Maybe it's not completely new, but what aspects of His character is He just reinforcing for you? I think He's showing me, I don't think I know how much He loves me, mm. that He is a person. He's not an imagination. He's not just some figure. He is a living, breathing act of God. And he is in every single part of my life. Mm -hmm. And he's teaching me that. He is showing me so many ways. Michelle, see? Michelle, see? And you asked me the other day, what was, what was one of, you know, my favorite names for God. Mm. And I could come up with some, and you'll laugh. I even tried to pull some up thinking, well, should I find something better? But this is mine, Yahweh. Mm. So when you're going through the face of adversity, what is he teaching us? Breathe in, Yah, breathe out, way. Mm. Keep doing that. And yeah. you're feeding your body with his spirit. Yeah. And you're releasing him to allow you to move forward. Mm -hmm. And then we were serving the homeless um, a couple of weeks ago. And I had the opportunity to 
talked, there was a homeless man there and he was having some really bad anxiety. And that is the one thing that came to my mind. And I kept just saying to him, you need to breathe in, y'all, and you need to breathe that way. Mm. And he is the way, the truth, and the light. Yes, he is. So Yahweh. Amen. Oh, Michelle, thank you so much. Before I let you go, is there a final word of encouragement or something we missed that you'd like to leave us with today? You know, I think I said it in the beginning of our podcast, Jessica, but I'm going to say it again. He will never leave you or forsake you. Cling, cling to him. And it's hard sometimes but just keep clinging. And the more you cling, the more He's going to carry you. Mm. That is a beautiful note to end on. Thank you, Michelle. Oh, thank you. What a wonderful conversation with Michelle. I just adore her spirit and her heart for the Lord. And um, I'm just so thankful at how willing she is to share her testimonies of what God is doing in her life and in those around her. And it's so encouraging um, to me. So I hope you were encouraged as well. Um, As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this is season five. And one of the new things we're going to do in season five is that every other week when we don't drop a podcast on Instagram, I'm going to be doing a Names of God series where I'll you know post about one name, and for that week, we'll focus on uh, where we see that name in the Bible and what that name shows us about the character of God and, and what that name means for us as believers and how we interact with God and who we are um, because of who He is, which is the whole purpose of this show. And so one name that I would like to focus on next is Jehovah Shemal. In the episode, Michelle mentioned Psalm 23, 4. Um, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The name of the Lord is with us. The Lord is near, is Jehovah Shemal. Thou art with me. This title of the presence of God is, you know, throughout the whole theme of all of Psalm 23, um, which is a fantastic theme about, or psalm about showing us the different names and characteristics of God. Um, But this one in particular reminds us that no matter where we are, God is there. You know, if we're in the pastures, in the valley, on the mountaintop, to go along with the themes of the psalm, but also in our lives, if we are in a season of darkness and anxiety or depression, if we are in a time of intense joy and celebration, no matter where we may find ourselves, the Lord is there with us under any circumstances. This is the language of the faithful, trusting heart that, Lord, you are here. Lord, you are here. Um, and in this book that I pull from, uh, that as I learn about the names of God, all the divine names and titles in the Bible— by Herbert Lockyer. Um, He says in here, He is always at hand all the days of our lives. And when we reach His dwelling place above, He'll be the unseen presence no longer. Thus, as our Jehovah Shemal, He fills all time and eternity as well. And I just think that is so beautiful. And we'll dig into that a little bit more um, on Instagram this week. So, Follow along at Collected Ministries and look for that. And again, thank you for joining us in our next season. I'm excited to see what God will do 
over the course of the next, I don't know, 30 or so episodes. Um, So stick with us and subscribe, rate, review if you haven't already. It really helps boost, um, boost our numbers in the algorithm or something. I don't know. It does something good. I'm not exactly sure what, uh, but I appreciate those ratings and subscriptions and reviews and all the things. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you next time on The Collected Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you'd help spread the word. Check back here for new episodes dropping every other Thursday. You can follow along on social media at Collected Ministries. 